Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Dreaming My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, and today we're going to be talking about why it is so hard to change. You may be wondering, why is it so hard to change? Well, I've given it some thought today, and I've written down six points that really encapsulate the reasons why people often get stuck. And I've been thinking about this a lot, especially now that I've started private coaching again in 2022. It's like, well, why do people not jump straight into coaching? Because coaching is so amazing. It like literally can change your life. And why do people choose to remain stuck instead? Well, let's start with reason number one, which is we think and believe that change is hard or impossible. Now, I know this might sound really obvious, but I want to acknowledge this for a moment because when you think something is too hard or that change is impossible, we don't even try. You guys already know what happens when you have a thought like that, like, oh, it's too hard to lose weight. It's too hard to start my own business. It's too hard. When you have a thought like that, it makes you feel defeated and frustrated and annoyed and it just leads to you not taking any action because why would you take action? You're just assuming already that it's too hard. It's almost like you give up in advance. Another reason why we often find it really hard to change is that we don't see examples of change around us. So for me, I guess when it comes to my career, I was really lucky because my dad was a chef. And even though he did it for many years when he was young, I think he was a chef definitely until my teenage years. Later on, he wasn't afraid to try new and different things. So I've walked into I guess, adulthood with this expectation that the career that I start off with doesn't necessarily be the one that I have to have later on. And look at me, like I graduated with a degree in psychology, but I managed two different recording studios. I started a life coaching business. I went back and did a diploma in journalism. I followed my dreams of being a writer. I published 20 books, over 20 books. I started to lose like count when I got to 20. I ended up creating courses and starting websites and having a podcast and circling back to coaching again. I was like a full-time life coach back in 2001 for many years. And here I am doing it again. And the reason that I've been really open and flexible when it comes to careers that I've always had this thought in my head that we can change our career as often as we want to in our life. I'm telling that to my kids now who are teenagers and a lot of teenagers get stressed about what am I going to do in my life? Like, well, you know, I've got to pick that one thing. You don't have to pick one thing. You can pick one thing to start with and you can do something later on if it doesn't work out. It's all fine. Like change for me has always been something that I've considered to be possible, to be possible for every single person in this world. In fact, that's why I got into coaching because I believe that change is possible for us all. But when you don't see examples of change around you, let's just say you have a goal when it comes to weight loss and everywhere around you, you see people who've never lost weight, who've sort of stayed at that same level, or maybe they've even put on weight and you haven't seen anyone do amazing things and make amazing changes. It's easy to have this assumption or make an assumption that this is just the way that it is. Like I can't change. No one else around me is changing. So if you don't have those examples around you to latch onto, it can feel a little bit trickier. But that is why you need to go and look even further out, okay? If there aren't people changing in your immediate circle, who is instigating change in their life in the world? There will always be examples when you go looking for it. If you're if you're asking your brain, show me an example of change. Where is change possible? 
The examples will then present themselves to you, okay, when you go looking for it. And now for the third point that I've jotted down here is why it's so hard to change. It's because change requires us to do things differently and break old habits. So I think that we've all heard the saying before that if you want to achieve something different, you need to do things differently. And yet we sometimes really struggle to break our old habits. Most of us have a default way of thinking and feeling and behaving on a day-to-day basis. We almost like to do it unconsciously or on autopilot. And when you start taking those same actions every single day, it's really no surprise that change doesn't happen because in order to change, you need to do things differently. And when it comes to our old habits, if you've listened to my episode on unlearning, you need to know in advance that sometimes unlearning those old behaviors is going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of patience. It's going to take a lot of compassion for yourself when you fall down a million times and you've got to remind yourself it's okay. It's okay to make a mistake. You've got to pick yourself back up every single time. So because it requires us to do things differently and break old habits, and some of us don't want to do that, we're going to talk about that in the next point. That's why it can be hard for us to change. So number four, my point number four is our comfort zone feels really safe. So obviously it's called our comfort zone because we feel comfortable in it. Even if you are in a crappy situation, it can still feel comfortable because you're used to that crappiness. You know how to cope with those negative emotions. Even if you're in a job that you hate, if you're in a relationship that isn't quite working for you, or your whole life is filled with lots of angst and negative emotion, it can still feel comfortable to you because there are no surprises there. It's like, yeah, 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 you know how to do that because you've had that practice. And we really are wired as humans to want to stay safe, to like not expose ourselves to massive threats or massive change. We like to sort of like do things the way that we've always done it with the expectation that nothing's going to rock our boat. We're not going to fail if we stay in our comfort zone. We're not going to be forced to stretch ourselves or experience any big surprises, okay? Comfort zone is comfortable because it is safe. But here's the thing. We don't grow when we stay in our comfort zone. It may feel safe to you. And I'm using inverted commas here. But just because it's safe doesn't mean that it's great and doesn't mean that you're reaching your potential. This leads me to my fifth point, which is change equals growth and growth can be uncomfortable. So in order to change, so when you change, that's when you're growing as a human being. And obviously we're all growing throughout our life. Like you're not the same person that you probably were a year ago. In some ways you've gained new knowledge, gained new skills, but exponential growth happens when you're willing to step outside your comfort zone, when you're willing to do things differently. So that growth, I have to say say to you, it really does feel uncomfortable. I know that when I left my previous job to start my, well, to continue my full-time business, because I started it when I was still working, but to go out on a limb and to become a full-time course creator and author and business owner, that was really scary and that was uncomfortable. But thankfully, I had the thought that it's okay if it's uncomfortable. It's supposed to feel this way when you're growing. You're supposed to experience negative emotions. And part of achieving success is getting really comfortable with the uncomfortable and not expecting that there aren't going to be obstacles and roadblocks along the way. I already know. They're just a part and parcel of being a business owner. They're part and parcel of being a human being who is growing in this world, which is why change has never scared me. But if it scares you, you might just need to adjust some of the thoughts that you have about growth. In order to grow, you need to do things differently. You need to be willing to just try. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. 
Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching so if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. I love this idea that it's never too late to be who you were meant to be. But if we return back to that first point that I noted, which is when we think and believe it's hard and it's impossible, we don't even want to try. If you're stuck there, that's almost like you can't even move forward if you're assuming that change has to be hard and it has to be impossible. And actually, now that I'm looking at it, we can actually play with this idea that something can be hard. What if it, what if change is hard? What if it's hard and it is okay? What if it's supposed to be hard for you to achieve your dreams? And what if it's okay that it's hard because you actually still have all the tools and resources that you need deep down? You actually have this resilience and strength inside of you that you will never discover if you don't go digging for it. So now that we know that change equals growth and growth can be uncomfortable. Okay. When you understand this, One of the next points, my final point that I've written down for why it's so hard to change is because change requires commitment and action, a willingness to fail and a willingness to experience negative emotions. If I was to break that all down, commitment, not everyone loves to commit to things. Action, some people prefer to just watch Netflix all day. A willingness to fail, most of us think... I think that when we finish school, we have this expectation that failure is really bad. It's like, oh my gosh, I failed. It's so embarrassing. But what if it's not embarrassing? What if it's like the most incredible thing that you put yourself out there and then you gave it a go and you failed? Okay, we never really fail. I always think that you just had a learning. You tried something, maybe it worked or didn't work and that's okay. You learn something from that experience. Okay, it's a learning opportunity for you when you like better commas again, when we fail, we can use that experience to propel us to that next step forward. Okay. We're always failing forward and then action. Not everyone likes to take action, but action is what will be required from you to achieve any goal because your dreams are never just going to fall into your lap. You need to do something, just something and have that willingness to experience the negative emotions that come along with it. So that was my final point, experiencing negative emotions. Most of us try to actively avoid doing that. And we're the reason that we actively avoid experiencing negative emotions is because we're human beings. That's how our brains are wired to work. Some of the negative emotions that we experience, like when we're growing and when we're changing, can actually be a really positive thing. So whenever I experience fear, which is probably the emotion that I experience the most when it comes to the negative ones, I always like to remind myself, everything that I want is on the other side of fear. And how do we face our fears? You do it by embracing courage. And let's be honest with ourselves for a second. Whether you are looking to change or make changes in your life, you're still going to experience negative emotions, whether you're inside your comfort zone or outside of it. None of us are immune from our negative emotions. As humans, it's just 50-50, okay? We're going to have our bad days, ups and downs, totally normal. So knowing that, I always figure, why not experience negative emotion and chase my dreams at the same time, as opposed to experiencing negative emotions and not chasing them? 
okay? Because otherwise you're going to be dealt with a whole different array of negative emotions like resentful, feeling really unfulfilled. I prefer to just like go for it and try because life is short and why not give it a go? So I want to give you a quick summary of all the points that I wrote down. Literally just made it up this morning myself. Why is it so hard to change? It's because we believe and think that it's hard or impossible. We may not see examples of change around us. Change requires us to do things differently and break old habits that some of us are not willing to do. Our comfort zone feels really safe as well because we're wired that way as humans, like to keep us safe. And change equals growth and growth, of course, can feel uncomfortable. And change also requires commitment, action, a willingness to fail and experience negative emotions. So there you go. If you've ever wondered to yourself, why is it so freaking hard to just make changes in my life? There's a very good chance that one of those six points that I discussed in this podcast episode is one that you need to just delve into a little bit deeper. Maybe you need to do some thought work around it. But I want to leave you with this one simple tip. Easiest way to instigate change in your life is simply just to start with that first stepping stone, knowing that it is possible. Okay, it could be hard and that's okay, but just start to like imprint that in your mind that it is at least possible for you. And once you believe that, and once you embrace that, and sometimes you need to repeat it to yourself on a daily basis. It's just, it is possible. It might not have happened yet, but it is possible. Then we can kickstart that whole process that sees you going and experiencing all those negative emotions and growing and changing and living the life that you were born to live. And what is that life for you? Like, have you ever thought about that? I definitely want you to always dig deep and ask yourself, what would it take? What would it look like for me to reach my potential? What is it that I was put on this earth to do? Ask yourself that question. It's a really good one. So as always, please know I love and appreciate you all. Take care. And until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.